Hey y'all, Alan here. We're so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. If you want to keep up with all things Myria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends, or if you have the time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, head on over to lesmediagroup.com and sign up for LES Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, post-show wrap-ups, and more. Thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Myria. The Steppen Stones is a tavern an inn that exists on the cliff of Ebonvale. Val, Bandag, Lilith, you found it here. And as you walk in, it feels a little unfamiliar. It is built such that a quarter of it hangs off the edge of the sundered face of the mountain, oh, no, off thank the you. cliff. No, thank you. As the city, uh, or sorry, uh, it almost looks a bit proportionally off in relation to the rest of the city, as the building is just slightly larger in relative construction uh, to every other building in the city. The doors are larger, the windows are larger, the floors are larger. As you step inside, you see that the size differential persists inside as it did outside. It almost looks like a funhouse, kind of, where everything is slightly larger than normal. The bar is a little high, the stools are a little bit high, and the seats and tables are higher than normal as well. The entire place is built out of brown stained pine wood, and the smell of those trees still penetrates the, the, this place to this day. Additionally, there is a pile of wide tree slabs directly next to the bar. From what you can see, there is a reasonable amount of people in this place, maybe 20 to 30, people of all different sizes, and many of them are sitting at tables here, and they all seem to be sitting on some of those tree slabs to elevate them up to the correct height for whatever table they're at, right? There are two stages here as well, one directly to the left of the doors as you enter and one at the far end of the room. Um, where the farther stage is, is located on the deck that hangs over the cliff of Ebonvale giving an incredible view of all the Leolel woods and the lowlands of Evanvale. As you see the person at the bar, the reasoning that everything is so large is made suddenly extremely clear to you. At the bar is a roughly nine foot tall Goliath man uh, of pale gray skin um, with a quaff of white hair, obviously pomaded into a very cared for style. Um, he has these uh, pointed ears and he wears a pink tweed dress shirt rolled up to his obviously very large biceps. It's tucked into a set of patterned dark gray pleated dress pants and he wears a finely crafted wooden bow tie at the collar of his shirt. He's a hipster. He, yes, <laughs> he is serving drinks. He's a nine foot tall hipster, yes. <laughs> He's serving drinks to a set of patrons and as he hands them a drink, he calls out, Draco! and a roughly five foot nine platinum dragonborn with wings scuttles over to the bar at attention. Uh, this dragonborn, um, you know, a, a dragonborn for those who don't know, is a humanoid being with draconic features. Uh, they essentially have a dragon head on a humanoid body, scales that cover their skin and everything. Um, normally, dragonborn don't have wings, but this one has a slightly more barreled chest than normal to hold all of the necessary muscles to control the large glittering wings that adorn his back. 
He's wearing a canvas apron over some pretty reasonable work clothes, obviously less well-dressed than the Goliath, but he's also uh, having these leather gloves that go all the way up to his arm uh, at his biceps as well. Um, both of these outstanding pieces of clothing seem rather scuffed. Standing at attention, he says, What's up, Harrison? To the Goliath man. And the Goliath man, now obviously named Harrison, uh, he holds his thumb up at the patrons and closes one eye, sizing them up, and he says back to Draco, Um, these two. And he points at two tree slabs next to the bar. Table five. And Draco then leans down and hefts up two tree slabs in his arms, obviously now very strong for his size, and the leather gloves and apron are scuffed a bit more at the edges. And he carries them to another table to the left of the, at the bar, and he says to the patrons with the drinks in their hand, Come with me. Uh, your table is over here. And he sets them down on the table, and these people <laughs> sit up on these tree slabs to get at the right height. Uh, and you are now in here, in this space, and what do you do? Um, Val will approach the bar. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I've just gotten back into town from uh, travel. What you look is... kind of fucked up, if I'm to be honest. Yeah, it was uh, not an easy you need journey. A, you need someone to heal that. And he points down at the large bullet wound in your chest. <laughs> oh, this, no, it, it doesn't even hurt anymore. Um, what? Are, are you sure? Uh, I need a new shirt. Yeah, I, I mean. I like your my, style. Mine like would be, a, like, a little big for you, I think, actually. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, like, if you want to dress, I can get you one. But it's just going to be my shirt on your body, if that's <laughs> what makes sense, yeah? Yeah, that's fair. Um, You wouldn't happen to have, like, what? what is... What's happened to the town guard? Where's Caius? Why are the Vero now suddenly... Yeah, I mean, the, the town guard are, are still out, right? Yeah, but um, the, uh, the, the, the Vero, oh, fuck them, is, uh, they're all like, um, it's, it's weird. They take over the entire, what used to be the tiefling quarter. Um, mm -hmm. It's now, um, it's, I think they're calling it the Vero glass quarter now. And it's, it's all completely covered by them they actually ask the town guard to stay out of that that place and they do yeah they don't even go in there anymore hmm. but now i mean like this cry is like going through the middle of the city and being like give me your money for our warriors and i'm just like fuck off get out of here good yeah no i i agree i think you're in the right uh in the right um as as the uh as he's saying this um the guard from outside peeks his head and he just says Papers. Yeah, and, I'm working on it. And and this man, this Goliath at the bar, just looks over and says, "Fuck off!" And he just leaves. Uh, the guard leaves. Yeah. Did he? He just walks back outside. He just walks back outside. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, listen, I may have found myself in a bit of a situation with yeah. Navarro. They kind of want me to like. Yeah, you need find to lie low here a little bit. Yeah, a little. Yeah? Um. Is there another way out that we can? Like, oh yeah. No. I mean, you can jump. Like so, the deck out the back, it like it it, it hangs over the side of, of Ebonville a little bit, right? So you could actually like maybe shimmy around the back, but you'd have to like take a. I mean, I could throw you over to the next building if you want. No, thank you. I'm going to go up to the bartender. Yeah, and I'm going to say, Are any of your patrons new in town? Do you know? <sighs> He kind of looks around, and he just says, Well, I mean, it's hard to say, right? I'm, 
I have a couple regulars, but I have a bunch of people that move through. I mean, I think, um, Table 4, I have never seen them before. Um, but at the same time, I mean, like, I like having people that are new in town as well, you know. It's good for business. Thank you. I'm walking over to Table 4. Sure. Yeah. Um... Uh, sitting at table four, you see these three uh, these three people. There is a uh, a small um, uh, a gnome woman who has this kind of like long brown hair, and then there is with her a human woman uh, and a human man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, both of them have this dark brown skin. Uh, the man is shaved bald, and the woman has these locks that are pulled back into a um, a ponytail. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to look at the man mm-hmm. do my best to smile yeah you kind of like <laughs> crack this like this grin and almost it all you, you've never really had good luck with a lot of smiling because it almost right. looks like you're baring your teeth with your tusks kind of poking out of your bottom lip and stuff like that uh, but you give it your best can you roll me a performance check for sure. your smile <laughs> <laughs> my body is ready for that nat one mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> Eleven plus zero. Eleven plus zero. <laughs> All right. You kind of like bar your teeth at them, mm-hmm. and the man just says, "We don't want any trouble." <laughs> N- neither do I. Can I have your papers for a second, please? Um. Yes. Um. For what? For diplomatic purposes. <laughs> will I? <laughs> will I receive them back? Of course you will. Okay. He hands you some papers, very obviously supremely intimidated by this blood-soaked orc that is currently (laughs) walking through the bar, Uh, and you hand him the papers, and as you are still standing next to Harrison, Val, he's like, obviously like, have I made a bad choice? Sending him over to that table. Um, no, he's he's harmless. He's soaked in blood! What do you mean? Okay, harmless (laughs) was a wrong choice of words. He's... Fine. Normally, I think. I hope. I think I made a bad choice. No, <laughs> and as as you receive these papers, Bondog. Mm-hmm. I I come back to him. I slam them in his belly, and I say, "Let's go see the guard." Um, we'll be right back. Uh, and I go out with the papers. You walk out with the papers. Um, and you actually see the guard walking away. Obviously, very intimidated by whatever experiences he's had here at Harrison's uh, Stepping Stones before. He has started to maneuver his way throughout the city, and you just hear very lightly in the distance that same crier um, calling out, uh, and it's just, 48 2, support our troops. I Walking down. Smiling, just yep. fold the papers back up, then walk back in the bar okay. and say, Thank you. And I say to him, I'm glad I fixed that for you. That was good. <laughs> I go to the man, hand them back, and I say, Thank you for your obedience. He just looks up at you and he kind of pockets them again and he takes a big swig of whatever drink he has in (laughs) front of him and he just kind of looks over towards the woman and then back at you and he just says, um, have a good day, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And he like takes another huge swig and uh, he kind of like turns his shoulders away from you, very much signifying that's the end of this conversation. <laughs> and I will go back to Harrison and I will say, uh, I would like to pay for a round of that table. He looks at you and he says, oh, 
Um, yeah, that's, that's good. Um, I believe it's, uh, um, for the normal drinks, it's about a silver per, so, yeah. yeah. And you have enough money for that I very easily. You you, that. you put out a sil- one silver, and sorry, a silver for a round mm-hmm. is, is more than enough, right? Yeah. Um, and so you do that, and they he calls out, Draco! And that dragonborn <laughs> just runs back over to the bar, and he just goes, yes, what can I do? And he hands him a set of drinks, and Draco just starts jaunting over to the table and drops them down. Uh, as these drinks land at this table, the man kind of like perks up and like confusedly looks at the the dragonborn, and the dragonborn points over towards you, and he just goes and 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 this man looks at you curiously, cocks an eyebrow, and then gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I will again try to smile. You smile again, and I think there's like a moment of recognition. He goes, oh, oh, that's a smile, <laughs> and he gets it, and he smiles back at you. Excellent. Um, Harrison. Yeah. Um, when I was last here, there was a, uh, a Gildan Guard case uh, that I remember was very... Yeah. What, whatever happened to that? I was very much following it. Yeah, um, believe the Gildan Guards, um... All of the estates and all of the um, the happenings of the Gildengars have been transfer- transferred over to Selene, and uh, I believe the uh, what what's it called the the man I can't remember his name, nor do I really fucking care. Um, oh yeah, is, piece of shit. Uh, yep. I believe he's been put in jail um, forever. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I didn't know if they were going to execute him or what. No, but- I don't think they've um, decided on 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 like execution or anything yet but yeah good good um, i haven't seen him in a while at least and i think the the trial died down after about first month perfect um is uh do you have rooms available here yeah do um got about uh three upstairs that are free perfect can i um uh, can i take a i'm I'm very peculiar. I have a skin issue. Um, yeah. Can I take a look at the three rooms before we... Sure. Yeah. Draco! And Draco, once again, <laughs> starts running back over, and he just goes, yes, what? And he just says, show them to this room, the, the three rooms upstairs. And Draco just looks at all of you and just says, you are having me run around a lot today. And then he starts walking over to the stairs on the right side. Um, Lilith is all this time has been in the middle of the bar. Yeah. Just sort of staring around. The, it's like it's like <laughs> looking at it's like looking at like it's like standing in a redwood forest where you look uh-huh. up and the trees are so fucking well, tall. I don't think she's ever seen this many people before. That's this yeah, that's many, true. Not all at once. The, and all like, alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is a wild so experience much. for you. There is so much happening right yeah. now. She's just you know when you go to there like are, New York yeah. City the first time yes. and you just stand in Times yes. Square mm-hmm. and you're like holy shit. There are people off to the side that are laughing and drinking and like clanging cups and there are some off to the side you see like a couple is at the balcony and they are having like a passionate moment where they're kissing on the on the balcony in this twilight <laughs> you see like all these different like mountains. mortal interactions that are occurring and it's bizarre and wild and exciting right it's cool she's just kind of standing staring like yes. paying no attention to anything yes. whatsoever yes like, what? Wow. You all start to move with Draco, and you see Lilith just completely not engaged. <laughs> um, L- Lilith? Huh? What? Oh. We're, going up, uh, we're going upstairs to check out some places. Oh, okay. Okay. 
She's going to drop after. Okay, sounds good. Uh, how big are the stairs as far as like I us having I to get up these? them? <laughs> Oddly enough, so what what it is is the stairs have this one like large platform and then short short. So it's like oh, it's long it. short short long short short so that like people with larger feet can actually go up the long ones, but the short ones actually allow for people who are of shorter stature Perfect. to go that up as well. That is very clever. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, so uh, you are able to travel up the stairs, and he uh, this dragonborn goes through and like fiddles with this huge key ring that's got like eight keys on it and he just starts putting them in doors going shit no next one okay shit okay next one shit okay next one and he just goes and op- eventually opens all three doors um they're very similar roughly where in terms of space are we to like the monster with uh the monster within um is actually much further south um like okay. the monster within is south and then slightly East How of where you are. Closer are we to, I guess, what is now the Vero Quarter? Uh, it, you are on like the opposite side. Like this okay, is okay. this is as far north as you can get without actually going down the ramp out of the Perfect. city. And right? Caius is Caius is towards the east of the city, like dead center east of the okay, city. Okay. Yeah. So he's he would be the closest to the where closest we are. would be the guard the guard quarters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, although they're not like close per se, they're close enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're the closest thing to Perfect. you currently. Um. As we're looking at these rooms, I want to look out the windows, yep. which I assume are larger than normal windows. You look out the windows, um, yeah, for sure, but there's also doors to balconies on every single room that is also Perfect. over top the lowlands. You remember where Greya lived? Yeah. Yep. This looks over the top of where Greya used to live. Yep. Yes. Um, do any of these balconies go down onto, because I'm assuming that the whole building is a little larger than most buildings, yep. do any of them overlook other rooftops like could i jump no, from a balcony so, to a rooftop so the thing is that these balconies hang directly off the side back of the deck Got right it. okay so the the balconies and the deck the balconies hang slightly further than the deck to give the people in the balconies privacy Got right it. um but all of this hangs over the cliff of Ebonvale. So as you look out here, it is like a two to 300 foot drop straight down uh, into the city or into the, the lowlands below. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you could probably climb around, but you'd have to be like gripping onto like the stones and the windows of this building to actually climb around and get out onto another rooftop. Okay. Um. What the, should we stay here? I We do need a place and I think mine might be... Uh... Occupied. I don't care. I just want to see more things. Show me more. Oh yeah, things. we can we can make that happen. Um, how about you? I'm fine here. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take a room. How, um, how many do you want? One, two, just three. Uh, I've never slept before. I don't know. Um, do you have money? What is all your money? <laughs> uh, Who's that? Do I have money? I you have pat money. You, you pat your pockets, Val. You are dead dry. You are bone dry for money. Well, I don't want to dig myself up to get the money out of my pockets. <laughs> yeah, it's all gone. Uh, I have it. I'm okay. sure I can. That, I can get some. I'll. I'll pay you back. I know you will. That will be uh, for one room, three gold. Uh, we're gonna need more rooms. Okay. For three rooms. Oh, wait, you want to buy multiple? Uh, so you get a discount of one gold per room. So uh, for three rooms, only uh, six gold. Yes. Very well. Okay. And he offers up his hands to you, uh, like just holding them at a very awkward cup in front of his face. 
and I give him the gold. You you hand him six, and he just pulls the different keys off of this key ring, and he just kind of fumbles, and he goes, this one is for, uh, no, here. And he just kind of, like, f- like can't remember which one was to which door. He goes over, tries to lock them. Eventually, after, like, five minutes of fumbling with these keys again, he hands you all the correct keys, or what he believes to be the correct keys, and then he walks back downstairs. Um, You said he's about 5'9"? He's about 5'9", yeah. Um, Draco... I, yes. Do you have any spare uniforms here? Um, I have like a couple more aprons, if that is what you're talking about. Um, what do the aprons look like? It's just this big white, cl- like canvas apron. Could I borrow one? I will. I get it back. Yes. Okay. And he walks to the edge of of like this hallway at the very end, and you see him open up a door using one of the keys. He very obviously knows which key goes in this door. He opens it up, and you see that this is obviously like the main suite, right, mm-hmm. where the people who own and operate this building yeah. live, right? He goes in, and he comes out holding a folded do you, apron. Do you own this place? Uh, no, uh, Harrison does. Ah. Um, I'm just going to use it to cover up Sure. All yeah. of my bullet holes. You put an apron on <laughs> to cover up your bullet holes. <laughs> and he says, okay, um, wh- how long? Couple days, maybe? No, for the apron. Oh, um, I should probably get back to you by the end of the night. Okay. In theory. Okay. And he, he just walks away, locking that same room up again. All right. Um, first sort of business, we need to go meet my friend Caius. Does he know you are dead? Yes. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, he might also know I'm mm, pseudo-not. How do you mean? So when Naomi gave me that weird, uh, crazy, evil death dream. Dream ballet. Dream ballet. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was able to interact. It's what she does. She does dream ballet. Um, I was able to interact with the world. and um, What? Yeah. I, I s- scratched something on my tombstone as Caius was at it. You what? Yeah, um, and I don't know if I just made that up or if that was real, so I need to go see if Caius, he might know, he might be expecting us, which would be really good. You need to know that you make no earthly sense to any of these rules. Me neither, he says, snapping his finger and finger gun. (laughs) You are both confusing. (laughs) I need to get this dragon blood off of me. Ah, yes, a, a bath would probably be good. Um, uh, I do think Caius might be able to help with that, too. Um, you would be walking through the city fully yeah, clothed let's, in dragon let's, blood for uh, a little while. Is there a bath? Could we get the bath? Draco went back downstairs. Uh, you can go and, and, you know, hail him again. And he just says, uh, yes, there is a bath. Um, it is a, a silver to use it. Uh, because we have to prepare all of the water and we have to, you know, do all that preparation. Man, it would be nice if there was some sort of indoor mechanism that yeah, no. siphoned the water and shot it out. That I would have be a question. absolutely wild. I have a question, and it's going to sound strange, but... um. Okay. What is a bath? In water with um, a hot. <laughs> I have more questions. <laughs> But I suppose I will go with the flow. Yeah, it, it washes off all the. Do you wait? This do you, do you the need uh, multiple baths, or just one, or are you taking turns, or what? I think I'm okay. You have 
bullet hole in chess. I don't um, know if a bath bath won't wash that off. <laughs> <laughs> it might. I don't know how you guys take baths. <laughs> I'm going to take one, and they can discuss it while I'm bathing. There you go. Very like well. It. Beautiful. Um. You hand you hand Draco a silver, and he takes one of the keys. He obviously knows this one as well, um, but he opens up uh, a door at the end, at the opposite end of the hallway from where his room and Harrison's room was. Right, uh, he opens up that door, and on the inside you see this large um, porcelain tub. Right, mm. and as uh, as you see him open this door, he pulls on this string that's in the top of the the roof, and. Uh, just this torrent of water just <laughs> splashes into the tub nice. and he gets down on his uh, on his hands and knees and he just opens up his mouth and he goes <laughs> and he blows fire out of his mouth and he heats up the water in the tub with his mouth nice i think that alone was worth the silver that's impressive <laughs> yes I, I am very impressive and he kind of just like flaps his wings he goes <laughs> and he he just says all right well Impressive boy downstairs, and he starts walking downstairs. Uh, and he offers you uh, the room uh, inside. If you close the door, it has a lock on it, so you can have privacy. Um, it also has a window that looks out towards the back, so you get some sunlight that comes through as you're mm -hmm. taking your bath to illuminate the room. Um, uh, but once again, because it's uh, it's you know so high above the city, they can be really you know, liberal with where they place windows because sure. the privacy is not a big deal from 300 feet up, so. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to take a quick bath. I'm going to change my clothes mm -hmm. uh, into just generic traveling yeah, clothes. Of Lilith is going to see that he starts taking his clothes off and she's Are you in like, this? Are you in this bathroom with him? I assumed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, did, I didn't assume that, that Val was in the room. Val but, will just like take her by the shoulders and, and just kind of usher her like, out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pull up. Oh, we yeah. did what? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a privacy being, you know, you oh. disrobe for the bath. You mean, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to leave. Has, <laughs> wait, has Lilith, wait. Clothes are probably a thing that Lilith only knows of because she, like, experiences all these dead people who are comfortable in clothes. Yeah. So, like. They don't sleep. They don't yeah. bathe. They don't eat. Yeah, it's they don't nothing. Anything. So you're just always clothed, but, like, the, the what's underneath is, like, a total mystery. Right. <laughs> I would love to take a short rest while we. Yes, yeah, please. yeah, sure. That sounds good. Yeah, you can all you can all execute a short rest and uh, regain spell slots and hit points and hit dice and things like that as you are here, if you would so like. Yes, please. Um, does anybody else wish to take a bath Nine. before we move on past this point? I think it'd be hilarious to do an interaction where Lilith tries to figure <laughs> out how baths work. Uh, will, but yeah. yeah, we can. We don't have to do it right now. Back to full. Okay. Got a spell slot back. What, okay, uh, very nice. We so can do more story. What okay. am I rolling for? At uh, you can level? roll your hit dice. So if you roll a single hit dice, which for you would be a d10, you have an, a number equal to your level. So seven, okay. or sorry, six d10, right? And so you can roll any number of those to regain hit points in a short rest. And that's a d12 that you got. Um, the d10 is like the the double. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so you may regain hit points using that, and you can spend up to six. And then on a full rest, you get them back. How many do I get? Uh, you get 
Well, four? you're technically level five four. now, so you can technically go. Oh, I have four D eight. Yeah, four D eight. Oh, are we level five? Yeah, you're technically level five, Ooh. but I thought we wouldn't level up in the middle oh, of the podcast. Yeah. So oh, yeah. level five. Yeah. We can do this at the very end of of the of the session. Okay. So, oh, okay. yeah. No worries. Does that mean I do or don't have access to my level three spell slot as a level five wizard? If it makes a difference, you Am can I? use it for the rest of this session. Okay. Yeah, sure. Nice. Um, Got him. Yeah, so you all regain your hit points. Bandag, you you transfer out of the, your, your battle-worn clothes. You kind of dunk them in the water just to get what you can off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the the water after you get out is 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 not so bad. After you dunk your clothes in it, it's full of blood. Right. So uh, after that point, you're like, well, maybe we'll have to get some more water in here instead of this is not a normal bath. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of dragon blood in this. Um, but other than that, uh, you feel good. You feel refreshed. Um, you you take care of of um, uh, you know orcs from the Krieg are very meticulous about their hair yes. about um, how clean and hygienic they are and um, you probably keep like really nice smelling like um, salts and soaps with you in your travel pack and you right. you 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 know prim your hair and things like that and you feel really refreshed and, and clean and, and and well kept so Excellent. yeah. Excellent. Thank um, you. you see Bandag step out of this room eventually, and he looks great. Like in like he had like some dirt on him before, but now he looks extremely well uh, well put up. And as you walk closer to Bandag, he smells very very good. Can I smell him? What does Bandag smell like? Well, I mean, as a oh you spirit go up, man, you can try I and smell, smell him? him for the sake of of funny. Yes. Oh, yes, good. You can the smell only him. sense yes. that still works yes. is my sense. The only of smell. sense is humor and smell. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Cedar and stone. Cedar Ooh. and stone is what Bandog smells like. Also a good tavern name. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dang. We should keep that in mind. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening this week. We hope you're liking the spliced episodes between both teams, because there's so much to cover across Miria right now. A quick moment for shoutouts at the end here. Thank you so much to Barry Jensen. Uh, you're so fantastic. Uh, Barry, for anyone who doesn't know, is one of the editors that we have here. I have a lot of things that I want to cover, and sometimes I need a little bit of help writing some of these episodes. Recording for one session can sometimes take me upwards of 30 hours to do, uh, just writing everything that needs to happen, getting all the story beats down, aligning all the story stuff that happens before and after, and it's crazy. So Barry helps me a ton with that, so thank you so much to him. He's fantastic. You're one of my best buddies, buddy. So thank you. If you would like to be given a shout out, you can always message us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria, or send us an email at mythsofmyria at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you so much. Until next time.